Hello and welcome to another edition of the Rouse Review. I am City Manager Dan Hoffman and with me is Communications Director Amy Simmons. Hello, Amy. Hello, Dan. Today we are going to go on a walk, a little walkabout. I'm so excited. I know. Yeah, I want to get outside. It's nice out. So we're going to walk around uh, the walking wall here in Old Town, Winchester. Uh, joining us will be Alex yep. from our... She works for... I know she works over in development services, technically, but what is her position? She's community arts and vitality, I believe, coordinator or manager. It's mouthful. Yes. I always forget. Arts, <clears throat> arts and vitality, basically. Bulling it down, she basically does all things Old Town. She makes sure our businesses are happy uh, and any of their needs uh, are brought to the, the appropriate people's attention. So yep, uh, she's an important component of the downtown. I think also she is looking to if she's not now at one point at some point branching out of old town and bringing arts and vitality to the rest of the community mm-hmm. so it's not always just about old town absolutely uh but before we get to that we're going to walk through a few bits of housekeeping uh, namely tomorrow's council agenda should be a relatively light regular meeting we'll probably actually have a longer work session than we do a regular meeting at the regular meeting we got a couple of second readings that we've talked about before uh here on the podcast uh, and then uh, one thing that we do have later in the meeting is a resolution of sorrow uh, mm-hmm. for our, our past treasurer, uh, Mr. Nee. I think he was went by a different name, though. He went by Skeeter? Skeeter, yes. Skeeter. So we have a resolution of sorrow uh, to observe his passing. Then on to the work session. Uh, where the, I think the big the big agenda item that a lot of people will be interested in will be a presentation of the school's budget. Uh, it goes to uh, the school board for approval, I believe, tonight. Uh, and then tomorrow, mm-hmm. the council will hear it during their work session. Right. Um, the Obviously, as a lot of you might know, we're in the midst of developing our budget. We've already begun bringing pieces of our draft budget to the various committees. Now it's the school's turn. Uh, and then later in that meeting, we will be talking about some, I would say, also house cleaning, but for council agendas. So uh, we noticed that there were some old and outdated pieces of our code that describe how meetings should be conducted and, you know, like the order of items, when items should occur. A lot of that does not reflect the new committee structure. So we're just doing a little bit of housekeeping uh, to get our code, city code, cleaned up. Sounds good. All righty. Um, well, let's not delay. Let's get outside. Let's so, go outside, get some sunshine. All right. When you hear us again, we will be outside with Alex. All right. Now we've got Alex from, she, well, it's kind of hard to describe what Alex does because she's kind of the the den mother. And occasionally we're walking down the street. Currently we're on uh, at Cameron in Piccadilly. So you might hear a the occasional uh, rumble of cars in the background. Uh, Alex, tell us what you do for Old Town. Good morning. I like to believe that I do many things for Old Town, but my official title is the Community Arts and Vitality Manager. So in addition to sort of being responsible for a lot of the programming that you see and a lot of the messaging that comes out of Old Town Winchester, I'm also down here to make sure that, you know, everybody's being checked in on, that everything's going smoothly, that all of the business owners have the information and the resources they need and really to just sort of be a point person for communication between the city and the businesses and to make sure that everybody loves it down here as much as I do. 
that's awesome. All right, so we're going to be walking from uh, Cameron and Piccadilly. We're going to be heading, that's west, right? That's west. We're going to be heading west towards Loudoun uh, and making left and doing, going down to Walking Mall. So right now, uh, some familiar faces. Of course, you got the tobacconist here, uh, Piccadilly Grill, but we also have a new business, uh, Town Kitchen and Bath. That's right. For folks who uh, might be needing, doing a little remodeling. That's uh, new. I think that just opened in the last... It's very new, just in the last couple of months. And it's a gorgeous storefront. They've done mm -hmm. some really, really beautiful remodeling over there. Yeah. Of course, uh, local favorite, Steamies. Still hanging around. Steamies has been around for a while. Steamies is a long-standing institution long on the walking mall. A exactly. fan favorite, for sure. Um, now, unfortunately, we did lose uh, the Moe's Donuts a while back, but... It has been replaced by another donut place, uh, Glazed and Confused, just opened... Uh, February 14th was their grand opening. So Valentine's Day, a little love letter to the downtown with awesome. plenty of sugar and sprinkles on top. And they are Tuesday, Friday, 7 to 3 p.m. So if you're going to get you in They're open Saturday, Sunday, too. Saturday, yep. 8 to 3. So if you want donuts, get in there before 3 p.m. They've got gluten-free donuts, too, which is an amazing thing. I don't know how that will work. <laughs> They're my, cake donuts, kind of. My wife is uh, gluten-free, so I will have to uh, get some for her. They're pretty delicious. You should give it a shot. They are? All right. I will try. All right, coming up now on the entrance to the walking mall. Uh, same businesses here. You got your Greenfield and Cron. You got your uh, Clark County Community Bank. Now, unfortunately, folks, the Wells Fargo has announced that they are leaving this particular spot. I think the building's been sold recently is what I've been told. But uh, so I, I'm not sure if they're going to keep that ATM there. I know I'm bummed uh, about it, but you got plenty of other options around here. All right. Making our left onto the walking mall. Uh, another institution, Violinos, still here in Kicken. Um, we've got a renovation. I think you guys might have noticed that the I think it's an old bank, right? Yeah, so this is an old bank building. It is currently in the works to become uh, upstairs some luxury apartments, but the majority of this building is going to be a really, really cool event and arts venue called The Monument. Very cool. It's a very cool building. I love it when old buildings like this get repurposed into something cool. Yeah, if you go to their Instagram, I think it's The Monument VA, but you can see some really, really cool internal shots of the work going on in there. It's really cool to watch. That is awesome. And that's right across from Violinos. Mm -hmm. We're on the north end of the walking mall now, heading heading south. The, the building that's got the old the floor shop, mm -hmm. uh, or was the old floor shop, I guess, that's moved. I'm still hoping something moves in there pretty soon. Uh, coming up on another institutions, we've still got Brew Bakers here uh, with some outdoor seating. Uh, also Murphy Beverage Co. Uh, directly across from it. Espresso Bar and Cafe. Uh, now we're coming up on a new addition to the mall. It's pretty interesting. I think it speaks to the vitality of the walking mall that we actually have... Um, new restaurants, new places that have opened up during the pandemic. A so number we've got of new businesses. I think about a half dozen. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Gringo Gordo. Empanadas. Um, I've eaten there a lot already. <laughs> have you been in there? <laughs> I have been there several times. They're fantastic. I recommend the brisket one. That's my favorite. Kale and mushroom. Also fantastic. Um, it's they, a really fantastic thing, especially during this seasonal transition, because mm -hmm. if you want a food that you can walk around with, you know, outside that keeps your hand warm oh, yeah. and your heart warm, 
perfect. <laughs> yes, the hand and the heart. Uh, and I think it's run. It's run the same guys that uh, do Union Jacks. Yes, Is that that's correct? correct. Yes. Now, uh, Red Fox Creamy Creamery, uh, just a couple doors down from Gringo Gordos. Uh, I know it's called Red Fox Creamy, but it's not just ice cream. Correct. Right? Soups and sandwiches. So even though it still might be a little chilly, don't forget you can get other things that warm the heart. Uh, <laughs> there, there is never well. a time that Red Fox is out of season. Exactly. Well said. Now, the old, I think this was the old Dollar General. It predates yes, me. This used to be the Dollar General. It was for quite some time. It is now uh, for lease. Somebody mm-hmm. purchased it and they're in the midst of renovating it. I'm very uh, optimistic that something cool is going to be moved in there as well. Runner's Retreat, still here, alive and kicking. Still got a post office if you still actually mail snail mail. <laughs> but hey, everyone needs to post office from time to time. Moving along, a few gift stops. One uh, relatively new one, Sage & Company. That's yes. new-ish, I should say. It is. Yeah, it's very new. Just it's before Christmas, right? It opened just around the holidays. Gotcha. Gifts and home decor. It is sandwiched between uh, Tin Top and Flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, just next to uh, a place that is always a temptation for me, Bell's, <laughs> and also an institution. How long has Bell's been here? I'm not even sure if I know the umbra offhand. I believe that Bell's is older than I am, but... I, I'm sure Bell's is older than you are. <laughs> no, they, they, I feel like they've been around for a very long time, but they, uh, man, they got some nice stuff. But yeah, phenomenal business. The Bells do a lot for downtown as well, even beyond maintaining their finery in the windows and making it constantly drool-worthy display. All right. Now over to our right. Uh, we're kind of, we're not quite at the midpoint of the walking mall yet, but uh, Taylor Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Still open. We're going to start doing some programming there when it Absolutely. gets warm? Absolutely. Yes. Gotcha. About what time... When should folks start <laughs> keeping an eye out? Well, we don't have an exact schedule nailed down yet. You know, we're still trying to see how the next couple of months pan out in terms of vaccine rollout and making sure that it's safe to hold gatherings mm-hmm. again. But people are able to rent the Taylor Pavilion privately for their own events yeah. at any point in time. There's mm-hmm. no restriction on that. All they have to do is reach out to me. But in terms of events that we're going to start putting on there, I would say probably look in May for things to start really kicking off, to start having some theater and music and outdoor performances that are free to the community. That's awesome. It's a cool little space tucked away back in there. It's really gorgeous. And then you also have the wine room at Taylor Pavilion back there in the corner, which is an absolutely gorgeous venue. And Farmer's Market, I'm told. Farmer's Market is not happening this year, unfortunately. Oh, no Farmer's Market. No, but the Freight Station Farmer's Market is really, really fantastic. Oh, that's right. That's just up Boscowan in the lot at the uh, Winchester Little Theater. And I believe they're open on Saturdays and Tuesdays. Fantastic operation. And I I pop in there Mm -hmm. every Saturday. They got a knife sharpening guy that's there every so often. (laughs) Knife sharpening guy is great. Uh, I think we get most of our eggs there. And the Mushroom Lady, Mm -hmm. uh, if I can't remember her name, but... uh, Man, they got some good lines, Maine. These uh, other mushrooms I've never uh, had never had before, but they're very, very tasty. All right, mountain trails still here. Another dangerous spot for me to go into, especially <laughs> in the clearance area. Uh, and then directly across from it is the Masonic Temple. Obviously not new, <laughs> uh, but is it? What's the record it holds? Is it like the most narrow Masonic lodge or something like that? I don't know. I'm not sure that I have access to all of the Masonic records, but um, I'm sure that there is at least one or two remarkable things about this building that you could find. If I'm you pretty really sure because it. Blue Peacock Antiques wraps around the Masonic it Temple. It does. It's a really cool piece of architecture. It is really cool. All right, Amy, make a note. we got to figure out what the deal is with the Masonic <laughs> Temple. 
Uh, it'd be neat to get in and take a look at it, but I'm not sure what the rules it's are. It's a podcast that. for another time. It's a podcast for another time. All righty. Moving right along. Incredible flying objects. Good, You know, I know Christmas has passed, but it's a good spot for stocking stuffers when the holidays are around. Of course, one of the cornerstones of the down of the walking mall, Village Square. All these folks uh, outdoor seating, starting mm-hmm. to get warm. Uh, some still have their heaters out, but some are starting to bring their heaters in. The city provided heaters to a lot of these uh, businesses when it was uh, cold, and we wanted to give people extra seating for COVID. All right, so now we're pretty much at the midpoint. We're not quite at Pascawan yet. We're uh, here by the old courthouse, the Civil War Museum. Civil War Museum's still open. I'm not sure if we're trying to catch everything, but we did miss Union Jack, as well as Niblins and Innovault, if you're trying to maintain a comprehensive... I'm not sure what the uh I'm, what the I'm plan popping is. every so often, so cool. feel free to stop me and point out stuff uh, that I miss. Innovault, for folks that don't know what that is, <laughs> a co-working space. What exactly is a co-working space? So a co-working space is a really, really neat model where basically this building is extant and they have resources, internet, desks, you know, both private spaces and public spaces where you can sort of lounge and spread out on couches or tables or desks. Um, But you are able to rent it either by the day or to have sort of a reserved Mm. little private office to yourself. And it's a way to essentially give yourself an office away from home. If Mm -hmm. you're someone who does freelancing work or maybe works in like sort of a satellite location, um, it's a really, really great way to sort of give yourself a physical location to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's working from home right now, mm-hmm. so a lot of people are tired of working from home. But there are some people who have been using this sort of flexible office space solution for quite a while. But the other really neat thing about Innovault is that it sort of provides a home to other pop-up events. Um, there's a new business in there called the Flat Nine Jazz Club, which uses this main hall to hold jazz performances. So it's a designated jazz venue. Do they do jazz dance? Innovault. I don't know that they no. do. Right. I think it's primarily small group stuff, you know, with a lot of enforced social dream. distancing That's at fine. the moment. But if you want swing dance, I know some guys. All right. So you mentioned, I should point out, we're not mentioning every single business. We'll do another pass here at a future podcast, um, but in the interest of time, um, do want to point out that we do have, we're walking by Niblins, uh, walking by Union Jacks, uh, got some art places. There are a lot of little things that you got to come down here and discover for yourself. Uh, Roma's, I gotta say, Roma's always a great lunch special. Mm-hmm. I have yet to have a bad lunch special there. Um, so now we're up on Brightbox. Now, I've seen some stuff in the paper. Uh, I know Brightbox has been hit hard because of the pandemic. Yeah, no doubt. Um, there's some stuff that you can do to help them out, I believe. Is that still going on, Alex? I believe so. They had an ongoing uh, fundraising campaign, which you can track down and donate to. Really, really excellent people. Really, really wonderful location. And, you yeah. know, heartbeat of the downtown um, they also right now, though, are having a merch designing contest. So if you're a local enterprising artist, you can enter to be the designer behind mm-hmm. the uh, the next piece of wonderful bright box apparel. And right next door, the escape room mm-hmm. still open during COVID. I went and did it with my family. <clears throat> it was fun. You know what? If your kids are like, eh, I don't want to do it. I don't know what it is. Make them do it. Don't, <laughs> let, them, don't let them off the hook. It's actually fun. Uh, the Winchester Book Gallery, which I should point out. You might walk in the front of the Winchester Book Gallery and think, oh, this is a cute little bookstore. The thing goes all the way back. All the way. It is way bigger. It's got a huge selection, so don't sleep on that. All right, now we are at Buscowan. 
here at the say, the main crossing uh, of the walking mall, got El Centro, which you can probably hear in the background. <laughs> um, very popular place to sit outside on a warm day. Water Street Kitchen, um, owned by the same folks that own Village Square. And now one of the cooler, I think, just because it's such a throwback, is the Wilkins Shoe Center. I mean, it's a very personal touch kind of place. Like, they fit you for your shoes. It's old school. It's, it's what very I, cool. It's the kind of shoe store I remember, like, I remember growing up <laughs> The with. first time I ever came down to the Old Todd Walking Mall, I had just started as a student at Shenandoah. Mm-hmm. And my mother, who grew up in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia, mm-hmm. um, saw this shoe store and stopped and had sort of like a ratatouille moment where she told me that this is where she used to buy her ballet slippers when she was a really little girl. Yep. They would come into Winchester to go to Old Town to go to the Wilkins Shoe Center to get her ballet slippers. And that was such a fun little story. I think it, about that every time I pass by this building. It is definitely an institution. Mr. Wilkins obviously done a huge amount for this community. <clears throat> All right, now we're on a cluster of new stuff. First off, we've got Winmart. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I think every one of every little downtown walking mall town square needs uh, is basically a convenience store that sells food, sundries. Uh, you know, it could be a bottle of water, it could be an ice cream, a soda, or a bag of chips. Uh, because we actually have people that live down here in the walking mall. We do. Many, many of the places above these businesses are apartments, um, condos. So, Winmart opened just recently, I want to say six, seven months ago. I believe that's right. right yeah, I think about six months. Here. Yeah, and super nice guy, uh, also. Uh, so, pop in, say hello. Get a bottle of water, get an ice cream, uh, and he's really got anything you need. And it's super convenient for the folks who actually live down here in the walking mall. Um, I don't think Plume and Java Kava are new, new-ish maybe? No, they, they're, they've been around for a while. I believe that Java Kava was here for about a year mm-hmm. as of last March. So okay. they had a little bit of a couple footprint of before everything happened, but a couple of years. Gotcha. Not to say that you shouldn't stop in. You absolutely should. They have mm-hmm. some amazing teas and some really, really fantastic yeah. sort of mixed coffee drinks. Um, Fret Shop is a guitar store. Mm-hmm. Are they still closed during COVID? Or are they doing lessons? I believe they're reopen? open by appointment. By appointment. Got it. Right next to them is a tiny place. It's easy <laughs> to overlook. Um, but I love little tiny places. And that's one of the things that the walking mall has a lot of is these little kind of nooks and crannies with cool stuff wedged in it. So uh, Wind City Nutrition opened really just a few weeks ago. Very, very recent. Yeah. yeah. they are. Prob- I think they're the newest business on the walking mall. Smoothies. They sell smoothies. And they're good. Smoothies, protein shakes, teas. I had one just the other day. Um, another institution, the Thai Winchester. I think half of City Hall eats here for lunch <laughs> every day. Uh, so we know those folks. Very nice folks. Entering the stretch of the walking mall with, it's a little quieter, but it's a great place to, on a nice day, to kind of hang out, have a seat, sip your tea. Places like the Fellowship of the Sip. Mm-hmm buy some furniture at Patton's. We're also coming up on the church and the splash pad too. The splash pad, obviously it's been closed because of COVID. Um, 
I don't know off the top of my head when we plan to start it back up. I do you not know? have the answer to that. Amy? I, uh, I get to tell people when it's open, but I don't get to make that decision. <laughs> oh, do I make that decision? <laughs> oh, yes, that's true. Governor, probably. Um, I think it'll be pretty soon. The way things are looking, things are really looking up. So I think it'll be pretty soon. A little interesting collection of stores in this one, uh, in this part, right around the um, the splash pad. You got Once Upon a Find, a dance studio, a toy store. Interesting little collection. Stuff you might not otherwise think. think sometimes people overlook the south end of the walking mall. You don't want to sleep on the south end of the walking mall. No, you certainly you don't. It's a great place to come down, especially if you have a little bit more time on your hands, because exactly. a lot of these places you will want to wander around. Exactly. I could easily spend an hour and once upon a find, you know, mm -hmm. when I go to back to the media, there is no shortage of like Sega Genesis games to take me back to my childhood. Yep. Time traveler, same, same deal. Mm -hmm, very much so. And another place, I think this is the only place you can get sushi on the walking mall, is a Wabi. Am I right or am I wrong? I'm trying to figure out. I don't remember off the top of my head, if anywhere else has a sushi roll is sort of a side item or not, but I think Awabi is definitely the one that people think of. Exactly. Um, open, outdoor seating, get yourself a bento box. Got a big old historic church, First Presbyterian now, which although it doesn't generate a lot of you know daytime activity, it certainly is pretty. Uh, another thing that the south end of the walking mall has that I think a lot of people may not necessarily be aware of is that there are a lot of service providers down here. There are a lot of professionals oh. and specialists who are maybe operating in the upper floors of buildings or, you know, not people with beautiful retail fronts, but we have Bridgeforth Photographics down here. Um, oh. You know, you can see up here, if you look sort of up a little bit on some of these signs, yeah. you'll start to notice the hair salons. We have a new chiropractor down here. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never even looked at that. Got your accountants. Your financial advisors. And that's true all along the walking mall. There are a yeah. number of businesses tucked in the, the upper spaces there or between nooks and crannies. Like you said, nobody's better at making the best use of a space that's tucked yeah. away somewhere than the business owners on the walking mall. So we're coming to the end of the walking mall. And there is one building that I'm keeping my, a close eye on. It's 137. It's the one that burned uh, ooh, a year ago, a little over a year ago. Two years? Two years ago. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah, so I'm very eager to see something happen to it. For those of you who are curious, uh, I know permits have been pulled uh, to do uh, to do something with it. I'm very optimistic and hopeful because it's a really cool space. I, I, It's sad to see it in this condition for as long as it has been, but hopefully uh, with the pandemic lifting, uh, something will come of it. And then now we're at the very far south end the end of the walking mall we're coming towards the end of our <clears throat> of our walk and we have coffee house the hideaway cafe mm -hmm. um nice folks nice place and cork street tavern around the corner don't forget around that one that one's been around forever probably forever, forever. if you check the dates on it i think it would just say yeah. the beginning of time the beginning of time excellent uh spinach salad grill that grilled chicken spinach salad very tasty. That's my go-to for lunch there. I have eaten at every place on the walking mall. And that includes Snow White Grill. Mm -hmm. That includes the new places like Gringo Gordo. Um, and it probably, the walking mall is probably responsible for any weight gain I've experienced since I moved uh, here six months ago. But it's uh, tons of options. So 
as we wrap up, um, I just want to remind folks, it's getting warm. It's going to be an awesome time uh, on the walking mall on a beautiful afternoon or even chilly, even chilly days uh, like today. Um, come on down. Ample parking. Ample parking. <laughs> Ample no shortage parking. of parking. <laughs> Which I know is important to a lot of folks. And um, you know what? If you are someone who is higher risk or someone who is still being really, really cautious, then there's still plenty of takeout options. There are still so many ways to buy gift cards or support the businesses online. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of online retail that's sprung up during this period of time. So the business owners have really been incredible about adapting. And the community has been so, so responsive and supportive. Absolutely. Uh, tons of places. A lot of them we didn't get to mention today just because there's so many of them. And, <clears throat> you know, they, they're all eager to, to have folks back here downtown. Alex, anything more as we before we wrap up? Uh, I think I just want to say that I am, again, so grateful to the community for the way that everyone has really sprung up to be champions of the downtown and to support their local businesses. Mm -hmm. You know, when you spend your money down here, or when you choose to make a purchase here instead of somewhere else, then you're putting money directly back into the pockets of your neighbors, your mm -hmm. friends, you know, the people that you take rec yoga classes with. Like, mm -hmm. these are the people who make your community vibrant, not just because of what they provide down here, but because of the people they are outside of their work hours in the community. And yeah. that's just a really, really wonderful thing. So very grateful to everyone for doing that. And I'm really, really excited to see what the next stage of evolution for Old Town is. Yeah, you might have noticed as we <clears throat> on this walk, we didn't mention one chain. That's right. We didn't say, hey, look, the local Arby's uh, <laughs> is, is open or, you know, it's even the convenience store. You know, it's not a CVS. Uh, it's one know, of it's a kind. A it's one of a kind. It's a local guy. All this stuff is is unique. So uh, come on down, experience something unique. Um, and thank you very much for for taking us on this walk, Alex. Amy and I are going to get back inside. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. All right, we are back inside. Uh, that was a very nice walk. I'm so glad we did that. Absolutely. Uh, a, few, a few things that came to mind afterwards. Uh, I know we talked a lot about the, the different parts of the walking mall, uh, and we just happened to walk down the Cameron to Loudoun portion of Piccadilly. Mm -hmm. You know, one block, right. basically. Uh, but there are, are a lot of little side streets coming off the walking mall that have a, you know interesting businesses mm -hmm. that people should check out. Obviously, the walking mall is the heart of it, but um, don't uh, don't forget to go off the beaten path. There's some other restaurants, some other shops uh, that there are kind of little little hidden gems here and there. And for some of those side streets, particularly that stretch that we walked on Piccadilly, there we will be doing some revitalization, uh, some facade grants, some uh, other things to improve the streetscape. So e even areas that might seem like they need a little bit of uh, TLC, they're going to get it. Can't wait to see what happens. Absolutely. When is that going to come forward? I do not know. Okay. We're waiting on some grants to, to come through, and you know we've, we're putting some things in this year's budget. So uh, it'll be this year when we really get started on it. Awesome. Yep. Alrighty. So now uh, let's talk about what's coming up this week. Well, you know, when I was getting ready for this, I realized there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm. So, you know, can tell it's springtime. Mm -hmm. You know, things are starting to come back and into the schedule. So, but you mentioned earlier the uh, the work session being light most weeks, and that's because of the committee. So I thought mm -hmm. I'd go through the schedule for those committees so people are aware. Yes, please do. And all, a lot of these committees, they're going to be talking about budgets yes. um, for the next few weeks. And committees are in person, so you can come down to City Hall. Uh, you know, there's still some mask requirements and social distancing requirements, but... 
come participate give your two cents in the budget yeah and if you can't participate in person we still have the online videos that are live and on demand and you can send in your comments through mm -hmm. email of course uh, but we have the finance committee that meets the first Tuesday at 1.30. The Boards and Commissions Committee meets the third Monday at 1 o'clock. And the Planning and Economic Development Committee meets the last Thursday of the month at 2. And Public Safety Committee, that one meets the third Wednesday at 5. Now, last week's was canceled due to a lack of quorum. So. Yes, yes. We had a little uh, little snafu with some traffic, and folks did not, uh, we didn't have quorum, so we had yeah. to move it to this coming week. And since there's only three people on the committee, we need at least two there. Mm -hmm. So, and I think uh, Mr. Veach was absent for something else. Mm -hmm. So we had to cancel that, but that has been rescheduled for March 24th at five o'clock. Yep, this Wednesday. Yep, so Virginia Department of Health recently announced that some health districts have begun to transition to phase 1C. So I'm really excited about that. We're in 1C, correct? Yes, we are. So we, and we're in the midst of working with Valley Health to make sure that uh, all of the 1C qualified city folks, uh, city employees, are going to get vaccinated. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. And then um, there will be clinics across Virginia that will be offering that in the next several weeks. Uh, phase 1C includes additional central workers, uh, energy, construction, food services, media, uh, communications, and other mm -hmm. fields. So if you've already pre-registered at vaccinate.virginia.gov, go back and update your information because I added some more qualifications in there. And if you haven't done that yet, please do so because that's where they're pooling the information. Mm -hmm. And they're going to contact those people who are pre-registered to get them set up for their vaccination. Excellent. So let's see. City dog licenses go on sale April 1st. Wow. It must be purchased by April 30th. So all dogs four months and older that are located in the city are required to wear a dog tag. And that's oh. just to help us, you know, get them back to you if they get loose and hmm. are picked up by animal control or someone else. I'm going to have Kip Murdoch a dog tag. Yes, you are. Did is he older that. than four months? He is. He is. He's five or six now. Yeah. So you live in the city, so you've got to get him a dog tag. I do. What if he gets lost? Oh, that'd be very sad. <laughs> uh, preschool registration is going on now at Winchester Elementary Schools. There's the regular preschool experience for eligible children. Mm -hmm. And then there's a tuition-based Spanish immersion preschool program. I wish this was around when my kids were little. Yeah, really. That's one of my bigger regrets uh, that I did not uh, fully learn a language. Mm -hmm. uh, the rural South Carolina public school system that I went through uh, uh -huh. <laughs> did not emphasize languages. So Yeah, mine was South Georgia. Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, not going to happen. Long, so. long time ago. Long time ago. But that is a, a really cool program. We uh, kind of, we, Caitlin and I looked at it a long time ago just to make a video. Mm -hmm. And we got to go into the classroom and see the kids they, the entire day. They learned in both languages. Mm -hmm. And most of the day was in Spanish. And so these kids were just phenomenal. They That's could amazing. read, write, talk Spanish. And they were only four years old. And then they would just switch to English like it was nothing. Yeah. My I, Spanish teacher, Dr. Holland, he was, I had the best time in his class. Mm -hmm. I took uh two three years of spanish um yeah i, I no <laughs> i can i can donde es biblioteca and that's about it yeah um okay that's probably more than i can do i can count to 10 in spanish thanks to door the explorer i don't know if i can even do that at this point i know that i like uh queso and ham <laughs> and tacos uh, taco and i go to the biblioteca but i quesadillas but i, I really regret it because it's such um 
I mean, such a valuable skill. Yes. I know I'm really trying to impress upon my kids that you have to, you have to learn another language. If this is, if English is your only language, you will definitely be behind the curve. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only for the, you know, potential financial benefits of being more employable and having more opportunities, uh, but really when you travel to some of these other places and you learn about the culture and you learn about other people, I, th- I think it makes you more open to uh, diversity of experiences and people from other cultures because, you know, we're we're a big melting pot. So Absolutely. Uh, it, it's good to, to know more than just what you grew up with. Always. And it's really good for those developing brains too. Mm-hmm. They can learn those two languages and how that processes and they can really build those muscles there. Absolutely. So uh, also Parks and Recreation Winchester has created an Easter egg scavenger hunt in Jim Barnett Park. Mm. So you can walk around, travel around Jim Barnett Park and find, I believe there's like 20, don't quote me on that, 16 eggs, little cardboard eggs painted real pretty with numbers on them all over the park. Oh, they're not like eggs. Not actual eggs. Not actual eggs and not like little plastic ones that you, uh, yeah, that would be a big mess. Yes. I was about to question my parks department as to why (laughs) they thought that was a good idea. No, this is a beautiful display of, you know, large eggs on fences and in different places. So you just ride around, find them, mark it on your scavenger hunt card. Very nice. And when you find them all or most of them, Mm -hmm. um, you can go to the rec center and get a prize. Hmm. So the uh, the eggs will be out until April 3rd, so the deadline's coming up. Nice. And if you need a clue, because you can't find them all, some of them may be hidden in great little nooks and crannies of the park, you can uh, give the rec center a call and they'll give you a clue. Don't cheat. Come <laughs> Sometimes on. you need you a clue. You can do it. You can do it. Sometimes it's hard. Walk around the park, put in the work. That's right. Get some steps in on a nice pretty day in the spring. Don't be a lazy little Easter hunter. <laughs> You can do it. We know we can. All right. Last but not least, Demolition has started at the Douglas School. Uh, yeah, I saw. Yes. Yeah, so the, the back portion, the newer portion of the school is gone now, and mm-hmm. hopefully construction will start soon. So yep. we're excited about that historic renovation getting underway. Absolutely. That's all I have. All righty. Uh, well, I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, see you back in two weeks. We'll probably have a few updates on the budget. It's getting warmer. We'll probably talk a little more about activities going around. Uh, in the city, maybe have an apple blossom update for everybody. Uh, so look forward to talking to you in a couple of weeks. See you around City Hall.